Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. That's the name of my podcast. If it's your first time, welcome. If you're returning, thank you very much. Pull up a chair. Let's chat. Listen in. Stay with me. Several things to talk about all the way from Rolling Stone magazine, The Queen, to coffee balls. (laughs) I have several things on my list to talk about with you today. Let's talk about the Queen for just a second. May she rest in peace. Queen Elizabeth passed away at 96 years of age. New King of the United Kingdom and the other colonies, as it were. Uh, Charles III is now king with his queen consort, Camilla. Of course, the focus is on bashing Meghan Markle. She can't get a break no matter what she does. She's an American woman who is divorced. She is biracial, and boy, they unload on her as much as possible, and it's really sad. She is a strong woman, and that doesn't that doesn't go over well with some people. In my own world, as an opinionated woman who has um, definite ideas on different topics, uh, I can tell you I have been in social settings where I will speak on something that I'm, you know, pretty well informed on. And the entire group will listen, as I guess, but then they will address Gary about it or directly change the subject. So when you are a woman with opinions and ideas, it can also fall like a lead balloon. Um, so I feel for Megan and I wish her well because she is an imperfectly perfect human like we all are. We are all imperfect. So good luck to her. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what kind of King Charles is. I understand they're not going to let Harry wear his uniform, but they're going to let Andrew, uh, Prince Andrew. If you know what I'm talking about here, um, you'll understand uh, my astonishment at that decision, Harry served, he served well in the military. The princess, Anne, never even served. She will be wearing a uniform because the queen gifted her the uniform. Edward was in the military for a hot second, and he will be wearing a uniform. Andrew, Prince Andrew, just wrap your head around that. But Harry can't wear his because they're mad at him because he's trying to have his own life away from William's shadow. Well, I have strong opinions about that. Let's talk about Rolling Stone magazine and Jan Winner. Um, it's spelled J-A-A-N, and depending in what part of the world you live, it, it is either pronounced Jan or John. Um, in the U.S., I think he likes you to say Jan because that's how he pronounces it. He has written sort of a tell-all on all sorts of celebrities, the dirt, the behind the scenes about who did what and why. And I can't wait to read it. I can't wait to read it. Some of these celebrities, Gary and I, have met um, these these uh, rock and rollers, as it were. So it'll be really interesting to see some of the dirt that, that Mr. Co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine, Jan Werner. It's it's actually Win W E N the emphasis on the W E N Win Er. So Win Er, let me get that right. Um, let's talk about coffee balls. Um, yeah, there is a new Swiss company coming out with these organic, truly biodegradable coffee balls. Now that means you have to buy a new coffee maker 
It's only available right now in Switzerland. Uh, it's about $172 and you get, um, you get eight, I believe, of the coffee balls for about $5 is how, or eight or nine is how it stands right now. They are, it is coffee compacted into seaweed is my understanding the research that I have done. I am a coffee drinker. Coffee is supposed to be good for different things. Um, every day it's something new about how many steps you should walk. It changes day to day what is good for you and what's not. But coffee is supposed to be good for things like dementia, your liver health, and, and many other things, weirdly. Um, but these coffee balls do require a new coffee maker. So you have to ditch what you currently have. I have been through so many single-serve type coffee makers because Gary doesn't drink coffee. So I will make a cup. Usually I have one cup of coffee in the morning. That's it for the entire day, one cup. Um, so when it, when I was able to have a coffee maker that made one cup at a time, a really good cup of coffee, I was all over that because I'm not about waste and to make a whole pot of coffee just wasn't good for me. So it was buying expensive coffee at coffee places like Starbucks or other um, Seattle's Best, different kinds of coffee shops that sold gourmet coffees and you pay for it. And so when you can make it yourself, I had one that was, um, it was like cheesecloth with coffee in it. It was like a pad, a little round pad. And it went into, I believe it was by the Phillips company, made delicious coffee. Can't buy that anymore. That's that. I had Tassimo where you could do everything. You don't see those anymore. So you go through these expensive coffee makers. Keurig, I've had every kind. I, I can't tell you how many Keurigs I've had. I've given away them to other people that need coffee makers. Uh, my coffee maker now is, I use the uh, Keurig pods, but it's uh, Cuisinart. What I do like is free trade coffee and, and you can also grind your own coffee and use your own pod for the, the coffee makers uh, like Keurig and what I have Cuisinart. Um, so I am aware of the the waste that comes with it. Now, the thing about um, these new coffee balls wrapped in seaweed, and there are several different kinds you can make. I think they have five or six right now that are available, different kinds of strengths and so forth. My problem here is I drink Ely coffee. It's Italian coffee, I, and I love it. So there's my issue right there, plus the fact I don't really want to buy another coffee maker. $172 is not a bad price for this system, um, but I'm happy where I am now. But I am very, very curious about these new coffee balls. Coffee compacted tightly into seaweed. You put them in this kind of little round carousel looking thing, and that's where they sit until you press and it pierces it and, and drips your coffee. Um, okay. Right before she died, a story came out about the queen opening up a one of their their uh, homes, as it were. It was home to their at one time to the gardener for the queen, and it was going to be opened for guests to uh, an Airbnb kind of thing. I haven't heard any more about that since her death, so I don't know if that will still happen. But I found that to be really interesting. 
that the queen had opened up this place for very short stays. Like you couldn't stay there very long, but uh, kind of an Airbnb uh, kind of thing. I watched the Emmys last night, a big snooze fest for the most part. Some of my favorite shows did not win. Um, it had it. It had its highs and lows, uh, the Emmy Awards. I think maybe um, it dipped on a, if you were doing a graph, it'd be, oh, it's going up, it's going down, it's going up. This is funny. This is really not funny. Um, but some of my favorite shows did not win. So some of them, um, some of them did. Um, uh, this is kind of a weird thing to me because I didn't realize that using a top sheet on your bed was kind of passe. People are not necessarily using a top sheet. So there was a big debate online about, do you personally use a top sheet or not? So that opened up a whole conversation about bedding and, and beds and, and all sorts of stuff in general, like how often do you launder your sheets? Um, I do mine every week. I, I do, I take one day a week. It's the same day of the week, every, every week and, and, um, and lawn and do the, the beds and freshen everything that with, the with the, uh, Lysol spray on the, uh, mattress itself and stuff like that every week. Some people don't to my chagrin <laughs> to read. They, they, uh, you know, pretty much, mm, but most people are still using, according to this debate that I was reading, they are still using a top sheet. I can't imagine not using a top sheet. I have a fitted sheet <laughs> for the bottom. Some people say, interestingly enough, they do use a top sheet, but when they change sheets, they remove the fitted sheet and do a laundry to that. And then they take the top sheet and put it as the bottom sheet and then put another top sheet on. All sorts of weird stuff happens about bedding and people have very definite ideas. My grandmother, my maternal grandmother said, you do not sit on a made bed. And she, kind of like I do, same thing. I instantly make the bed. Um, people that don't make the bed, there's a whole thing about the reasons why you should make your bed. And it has to do with how you, kind of live your life. I didn't know that until recently. I was raised on it. You make your bed. That's just the thing. All beds were made. Every morning, you turn around, you make up your bed. You make your bed before you leave for the day. It's made. It's, it's, and so, uh, that's a whole other uh, kind of issue about, about bedding and do you make your bed? What does that mean? Um, I found it to be very interesting to, to read what other people um, wrote about, about making the bed. And, and, and while it is kind of a boring topic, um, like, my, like my grandmother, like my maternal grandmother, um, I think once the bed is made, you leave it. How do you get back into an unmade bed at night? I, 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 many people do. They don't see the point of, of making the bed. But um, my grandmother was just, uh, and, and I think that was kind of instilled subliminally to me and, and, um, and really my own mother, uh, once the bed was made, 
it was not uh, messed with until you turned it down for the night, just like you do at a hotel. You come in, you turn the bed down, and that's it. So it's a very interesting dialogue, and people get very opinionated about it and passionate about their feelings because they want everyone to do the same thing. I think the whole thing about folded sheets, uh, fit, folding fitted sheets is absurd. Um, do whatever you want to with them. You know, I have a, a way that I do them, but people really have such strong opinions about everything these days and it's endless. It makes your head hurt. I mean, it really does. I'm to the point right now, kind of where I'm, I'm really not reading a lot of news and I'm not, I'm, I'm spending less time doing that because I don't really care about all this arguing and this vitriol about one thing and another about things that are really of almost zero importance in my life. Um, I just don't have the inclination to waste the brain power, the energy on it. So, but to each their own, right? If you feel like you want to waste your time getting online and arguing about stuff, I just don't. I do not like arguing period of any kind. I don't like to be around it. I don't like to state your opinion and have great debate in a respectful way. You have your opinion, I have mine. That kind of thing is, is fantastic. But when it gets vicious and really dirty, then I, I step away. I remove myself from it. And I think through the pandemic and through the last few years, a lot of people, not just me, people that I know, are stepping back. They're stepping back from things that bring them anything but peace and joy of the world because we've uh, we've had enough of the opposite of that. So seeking and finding the opposite of things that uh, are unhappy and uh, and bring you a heavy heart. Um, it's just um, just not something um, I feel engaged in. We've had we've had enough of that through the last many years that we've we've been through here in this country and around the world. Um, I'm happy to see. I'm very happy to see that Ukraine is is really pushing and making headway in that ridiculously impossible, never should have happened war. That was very good to see yesterday. But I really am kind of stepping back from being informed, I think. I don't want to be informed. Don't tell me anything because I really don't want to hear it. Um, I, I just, I'll be uninformed for a while. And that's very, very different for me in my entire life. So anyway, thank you for being here. Please go to Amazon and buy my books because they are anything, they're going to bring you anything but stress or unhappiness. They're just going to, you're just going to, they're just light and fun on Amazon, Pamela Barker. If you can't find them, let me know. I'll help you and those that have purchased them. Thank you very much. Look for us. Um, This podcast is everywhere. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and it always rests also on NorthPalmBeachLife.com, where Gary does an outstanding job of running our website. He has tons of stuff there, so visit that. He also writes for All Things Cruise, 
G-E-R-R-Y, pronounced Gary, but spelled G-E-R-R-Y. You can, you can do a search on him and find out what he has written. Um, the latest thing that he, big story would be about our trip up the Ohio River in August. So read about that. It was very, very fun and very, very different from Louisville, Kentucky to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and what happened along the Ohio River as we wove between in and around different states. So, um, and but that is also available on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Thank you guys. Thank you so very much. Thank you for sticking with me all this time. You don't have to, and the fact that you do, <clears throat> excuse me, is greatly appreciated. Thanks so much. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being with me at GG in the 561. Stay with me.